Genesis chapter 8. God remembered Noah as well as all the wildlife and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. God caused a wind to pass over the earth and the water began to subside. The sources of the watery depths and the floodgates of the sky were closed and rain fell from the sky stopped. The water steadily receded from the earth, and by the end of 150 days, the waters had decreased significantly. The ark came to rest in the seventh month of on the 17th day of the month on the mountain mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were visible. After 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and he sent out a raven. It went back and forth until the waters had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see whether the water on the earth's surface had gone down. But the dove found no resting place for her foot. She returned to him in the ark because the water covered the surface of the whole earth. He reached out and brought her into the ark to himself. So Noah waited seven more days and sent out the dove from the ark again. When the dove came to him at evening, there was a plucked olive leaf in her beak. So Noah knew that the water of the earth's surface had gone down. After he had waited another seven days, he sent out the dove, but she did not return to him again. In the six hundred and first year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the water that had covered the earth was dried up. Then Noah removed the ark's cover and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. By the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was dry. Then God spoke to Noah. Come out of the ark, you, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out all the living creatures that are with you, birds, livestock, those that crawl on the ground, and they will spread over the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah, along with his sons, his wife, and his son's wife, came out, all wildlife, all livestock. Every bird and every creature that crawls on the earth came out of the ark by their groups. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord. He took some of every kind of clean animal and every kind of clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. When the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, he said to himself, I I, <clears throat> I will never again curse the ground because of man, even though 
man's inclination is evil from his youth. And I will never again strike down every living thing as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night will not cease. Matthew, the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 8. When he came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. Right away, a man with a serious skin disease came up and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Reaching in his hand, he touched him, saying, I am willing, be made clean. Immediately, his disease was healed. Then Jesus told him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses prescribed as a testimony to them. When he entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed in terrible agony. I will come, I will come and heal him. He told him, Lord, the centurion replied, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be cured. For I too am a man under authority. Having soldiers under my command, I say this to one go and he goes and to another come and he comes and to my slave do this and he does it. Hearing this, Jesus was amazed and said to those following him, I assure you, I have not found anyone in Israel with so great a faith. I tell you that many will come from the east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus told the centurion, Go, as you have believed, let it be done for you. And his servant was cured that very moment. When Jesus went into Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law laying in bed with a fever. So he touched her so he touched her hand, and the fever left her. Then she got up and began to serve him. When evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. He drove out the spirits with the word and healed all that were sick. He drove out the spirits with the word 
and healed all who were sick. So that was spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. He himself took our weaknesses and carried our diseases. When Jesus saw large crowds around him, he gave the order to go to the other side of the sea. A scribe approached him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus told him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Lord, another of his disciples said, First let me go bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. As he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly a violent storm arose on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was sleeping. So the disciples came and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to die. But he said to them, Why are you fearful, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. When he had come to the other side, to the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met with him as they came out of the tombs. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. Suddenly they shouted, What do you have to do with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a long way off from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. If you drive us out, the demons begged him, send us into the herd of pigs. Go, he told them. So when they had come out, they entered the pigs. And suddenly the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the water. Then the men who tended them fled. They went into the city and reported everything, especially what had happened to those who were demon-possessed. At that, the whole town went out to meet Jesus. When they saw him, they begged him to leave the region. Uh, Ezra chapter 8. These are the family leaders. These are the family leaders in the genealogical records. These are the family leaders and the genealogical records of those who returned with me from Babylon during the reign of King Artaxerxes. Gershom from Phineas' descendants. Daniel 
from Ithamar's descendants, Hattush from David's descendants, who was of Shechaniah's descendants, Zechariah from Perosh's descendants, and 150 men who were registered by genealogy, Elioenai, son of Zeraiah, from Pahath, Moab's descendants, and 200 men with him, Shechaniah, son of Jahaziel, from Zatu's descendants, and 300 men with him, Ebed, son of Jonathan, from Adin's descendants, and 50 men with him, Jeshaiah, son of Athaliah, from Elam's descendants, and 70 men with him, Zebediah, son of Mekil, from Shepatiah's descendants, and 80 men with him, Obadiah, son of Jehiel, from Job's descendants, and 218 men with him, Shelomith, son of Josephiah, from Benai's descendants, and 160 men with him, Zechariah, son of Babai, from Babai's descendants, and 28 men with him, Johan, son of Hakatan, from Asgad's descendants, and 110 men with him. These are the last ones. From Adonakim's descendants, and their names are Eliaphet, Jeuel, and Shimaiah, and 60 men with them. Uthai and Zakur from Bigvi's descendants, and 70 men with them. <clears throat> I gathered them at the river that flows to Ahava, and we camped there for three days. I searched among the people and priests, but found no Levites there. Then I summoned the leaders, Eleazar, Ariel, Shemaiah, Elnathan, Jerib, Elnathan, Nathan, Zechariah, and Meshulam, as well as the teachers Jorib and Elnathan. I sent them to Ido, the leader at Casaphia, with a message for him and his brothers, the temple servants at Casaphia, that they should bring us ministers for the house of our God. Since the gracious hand of our God was on us, they brought us Sherebiah, a man of insight, from the descendants of Mali, a descendant of Levi, son of Israel, along with his sons and brothers, 18 men, plus Hashabiah, along with Jeshaiah, from the descendants of Merari and his brothers and their sons, 20 men. There were also 220, temple, 220 of the temple servants who had been appointed by David and the leaders for the work of the Levites. All were identified by name. 
I proclaimed a fast by the Aha Ahava River so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us, our children, and all our possessions. I did this because I was ashamed to ask the king for infantry and cavalry to protect us from the enemies during the journey since we had told him the hand of our God is gracious to all who seek him but his great anger is against all those who abandon him so we fasted and pleaded with our God about this and he granted our request I selected 12 of the leading priests along with Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and 10 of their brothers. I weighed out to them the silver, the gold, and the articles, the contribution for the house of our God that the king, his counselors, his leaders, and all the Israelites who were present had offered. I weighed out to them 24 tons of silver silver articles weighing 7,500 pounds, 7,500 pounds of gold, 20 gold bowls worth a thousand gold coins, and two articles of fine gleaming bronze as valuable as gold. Then I said to them, you are holy to the Lord. And the articles are holy. The silver and gold are a free will offering to the Lord. The silver and gold are a free will offering to the Lord God of your fathers. Guard them carefully until you weigh them out in the chambers of the Lord's house before the leading priests, Levites, and heads of the Israelite families in Jerusalem. So the priests and Levites took charge of the silver, the gold, and the articles that had been weighed out to them to the house of our God in Jerusalem. We set out from the Ahava River on the twelfth day of the first month to go to Jerusalem. We were strengthened by our God, and He protected us from the power of the enemy and from ambush along the way. So we arrived at Jerusalem and rested there for three days. On the fourth day, the silver, the gold, and articles were weighed out in the house of our God into the care of Merimoth the priest, son of Uriah. Eleazar, son of Phinehas, was with him. The Levites, Josabad, son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, son of Benui, were also with them. Everything was verified by number and weight, and the total weight was recorded at that time. The exiles who had returned from the captivity 
offer burnt offerings to the God of Israel, twelve bulls for all Israel, ninety-six rams and seventy-seven lambs, along with twelve male goats as a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering for the Lord. They also delivered the king's edicts to the royal satraps and governors of the region west of the Euphrates so that they would support the people and the house of God. The book of Acts, chapter 8. Saul agreed. Saul agreed with putting him to death. Saul agreed with putting Stephen to death. On that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He would enter house after house, drag off men and women, and put them in prison. So those who were scattered went on their way, preaching the message of good news. Philip went down to a city in Samaria, Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds paid attention with one mind to what Philip said as they heard and saw the signs he was performing for unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was a great joy in that city. A man named Simon had previously practiced sorcery in that city and astounded the Samaritan people while claiming to be somebody great. They all paid attention to him from the least of them to the greatest. And they said, this man is called the great power of God. They were attentive to him because he had astounded them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. Both men and women were baptized. Then even Simon himself believed, and after he was baptized, he went around constantly with Philip and was astounded as he observed the signs and great miracles that were being performed. 
when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had welcomed God's message, they sent Peter and John to them. After they went down there, they prayed for them so the Samaritans might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet come down on any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Holy Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power too, so that anyone I lay my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him, May your silver be destroyed with you, because you thought the gift of God could be obtained with money. You have no part or share in this matter because your heart is not right before God. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. For I... For I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by inequity. Please pray to the Lord for me, Simon replied, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. Then after they had testified and spoken the message of the Lord, they traveled back to Jerusalem, evangelizing many villages of the Samaritans. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert road. So he got up and went. There was an Ethiopian, a eunuch and high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. The spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. When Philip ran up to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah, and said, Do you understand what you're reading? How can I, he said, unless someone guides me. So he invited Philip to come and sit with him. Now the scripture passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and the lamb is silent before its shearer. So he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who was described, who will describe his generation? 
for his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch replied to Philip, I ask you, who is the prophet saying this about himself or another person? So Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning from that scripture. As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized? And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Then he ordered the chariot to stop. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away. And the eunuch did not see him any longer, but he went on his way rejoicing. Philip appeared in Azotus, and he was traveling and evangelizing all the towns until he came to Caesarea.